BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hello again. It is Wing Nation presented by Sage Fruit. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. And we are so glad that you have joined us. Steve Post in our Concord, North Carolina studios alongside virtually is Ashley Stremme in our Mifflintown Lethal Chassis Studios. Hello, Ashley. How are you? Steve, I'm great. It was a wonderful Bob Weikert Memorial weekend, so it, it doesn't get any better than that, really. Does not get any better than that for the folks in Pennsylvania and for a sprint car driver. It does not get any better than an induction into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. That comes up this weekend in Knoxville, Iowa at one sprint car place right off from turn number two. And Ashley, it's a crowning moment for drivers, mechanics, and anybody inducted into that Hall of Fame. Yes, it's a huge, um, a huge asset, a huge recognition, uh, just a huge deal altogether. Uh, just awesome to see this class and, and who make it up every single year. Yeah, it really truly is. That is for sure. Now, Wing Nation, our television program that you are watching here, we also have another program that we air. It airs live each and every week on Tuesday. You can find it on Wing Nation and wherever podcasts are. My co-host on that show is Aaron Evernham. And over the course of the last few weeks, we have chatted with two of the Hall of Fame inductees, and that's who we're going to share. We're going to share those interviews with you here on the program. So Joey Saldana and Chad Kemena are our guests here this time on Wing Nation, and we'll share those conversations with you coming up next. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st, and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Johnny Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back to Wing Nation, a special edition as we talk about the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And our first interview was Joey Saldana, a second-generation racer, 105 World of Outlaw wins, including two Kings Royals. Aaron Evernham and I chatted with Joey about the Hall of Fame induction and so much more. Joey, um... Your thoughts when uh, Bob Baker or someone from out there gave you the call and told you you were going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame and join your father in the Hall of Fame as well? Um, pretty surreal. Um, I never considered myself a Hall of Famer. Um, you know, like for me, uh, obviously my dad or Lee Osborne, Doug Wolfgang, Steve Kinzer, in my mind, those guys are the, the Hall of Famers. So... Yeah, when Bob Baker calls you up and says, hey, um, you know, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame, it's very surreal. Um, I always wanted to, you know, be uh, a Knoxville Nationals champion uh, with my dad. He won it in 1970, and 
tried really hard to do that, never achieved that. So in my mind, I felt like I never did enough in racing. And then when you step away for a while and then you get the phone call, like, Hey, you did enough to make the hall of fame. And you always thought you never did enough. It's, it's pretty cool when your peers and, and, and the board and the hall of fame vote you in on what you did through your career. It was very humbling. And uh, I'm very honored to be a part of it. Joey, when you look back through your career, we could list the statistics of your wins and your championships and all the things that you did, but what are some of the highlights when you look back and now, like you said, you've been away from it for a few years and you can reflect on it. What are some of the things that you take away from your illustrious career? Uh, Well, I mean, you were a racer, you know, you always think of the things you didn't do. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It's so, it's hard to get them out of your mind. Like for Uh me, I, I, I find it hard to look at you know, what I did, because I always, like I said, I felt like I didn't do enough. I felt like I had great opportunities to win a championship and, uh, and, and to win a nationals and, and didn't, didn't do it. Either I didn't come through or something happened. So, you know, you look back and then you're like, oh man, I want to, you know, over a hundred outlaw races or seven. Maybe I did enough. And at the end of the day, winning the races got me in the hall of fame. So nothing's, you know, really specific um except winning and winning's what they looked at and uh you know like i'm going in with chad kimenaw and he's a numerous time all-star champion and uh, i never achieved that i i I was close second in the points there second in the outlaws and i never achieved that ultimate goal of winning an an outlaw championship or an Oxford nationals but i won big races and, and i won enough that it got recognized and uh, to be able to go in your first year, obviously we did enough. And I think you just, it's hard to think what you did specifically, because for me, it was just looking back on what I should have done or could have done and didn't do. But, but when I look back now, I am definitely honored that I got to be a full-time race car driver and I got to drive for some great teams and, and if it wasn't for the teams and the sponsors and the and the crews and everybody that, you know, was involved in my career for 25-plus years, I would have never got the opportunity to be in the Hall of Fame. And and now that I'm in the Hall of Fame with my dad, that's even more special. Because I, I always wanted to be in because of the Knoxville Nationals. And to go in as a Hall of Famer, uh, I never thought of that through my career. Like, I never thought about a Hall of Fame because I never thought, you know, I just never could put my, my face or myself with that category of them guys they are just elite guys. So, um, and like I said, it's surreal now as it was the day he called me and told me. So I'm very honored and I'm looking forward to, to the USAC show there in Knoxville, June 2nd and 3rd. I got a lot of friends coming and my family's going to go. So it just needs to, to look back and go, man, I, I guess I did enough. And at the end of the day, the hall of fame is where you want to be. And we made it. Yeah, uh, you 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 did enough. You talked about some of the big wins, two-time Kings Royal winner, two-time Gold Cup winner. But I want to go back, and I I guess I and part of it is me not being sprint car oriented until the last twelve years or so doing Wing Nation. Nineteen ninety-five, you set a record with the All Stars, eighteen wins, a record that still stands, and and that was fairly early in your career. What what do you recall of that year and and the accomplishments you did that year and going to the track and seeming like you were going to win every time? What was that like as a, at at that point a younger race car driver? Um. You know, I, I, that year I also won my first outlaw win, and I and that put me on the map. I think with with other you know elite race car drivers that you know maybe I should go run the outlaws 
but at the time I was, I was way too young to just, I was either winning or crashing and I did a lot of crashing. I mean, we won a lot, but I also crashed a lot. I remember, you know, guys like Kenny Jacobs and, and, uh, Kevin Huntley and Frankie Kerr, Kelly Kinzer, Randy Kinzer. I mean, they were the guys that taught me how to race and be a race car driver. Um, and winning against a group like that, it can only make you better. And they made me into an outlaw caliber driver that I got to spend 18 years racing with the outlaws. So um, that year was just, it was just perfect, you know. But the cool part back then is I built my own cars. Mm. Uh, we had dirty engines, but we built our own engines in-house. It was just crazy how times have changed, and you can't do any of that anymore, it seems. But I think it made me a better race car driver and it allowed me to be a professional race car driver, you know, for 25 plus years because of learning from guys like Lee Osborne and John Godfrey and Donnie Ray ever. And, and it allowed me to learn the race car and be a part of it. And I think that's what helped me win that record wins with the all-stars and my first outlaw win um, was just the people that I was surrounded with, which, which was because of my dad, my dad's historic career opened the doors for me with gentlemen like that, that, that allowed me to go learn from them and teach me how to be a race car driver. And, and I'm always indebted to them guys. Uh, Lee Osborne's probably one of my idols of all idols. Uh, he's built a couple of hot rods for me and, and he's just the ultimate. He's the one that got Jeff Gordon racing and uh, I feel got him into being who he was. And uh, luckily he was a part of my career. Joey, that was going to be, you know, part of my next question is the people that you surrounded yourself with, the amazing team owners that you had throughout your career. When you when you look back now and reflect on the people you had the opportunity to work with and learn from and, and drive for, uh, how cool is that to now have the time to to appreciate and and hopefully, you know, have all those wonderful memories of some of the best in the sport? Um, it's surreal. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, I got to drive for Gary Stanton, mm-hmm. uh, Dennis Roth, um, Casey Kane, uh, Larry Woodward, uh, Dan Motter, um, Art Went, uh, Steve Mox, um, numerous Kevin Rudin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just so many people um, spent so much money. I think that's one thing too is when you look back to the years, you're like, man. These people believed in me and allowed me to be a race car driver and spent so much money and put people around me and do what it took to race and uh, be competitive at a high level. I think that's why the biggest thing is looking back at the, the amount of money it takes to be competitive and what these guys sacrificed for me to be a race car driver, uh, especially like Dan Motter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he gave me towards the end of my career three good years and did everything he could financially to make it happen. It just never happened and it ended up you know, hurting him financially. Um, guys just do everything they can to be a part of the sport. And um, the driver gets all the accolades, but there's so many people behind the scenes that make it happen. Not only the, the owners and the sponsors, but the crew guys. I mean, they work night in and night mm-hmm. out, 24-7 on the road. And it, it's hard, very, very hard. And, uh, you know, you never could thank all the guys that were a part of that for me. And they're still out there beating up and down the road for guys to be successful. And it, it's cool to sit back and watch and, and see it. Um, like I said, I'm, today I'm building an oil tank for, for Tommy Ryder and Ryder Engines. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a part of Dennis Roth anymore, but I got to build the, the oil tank that was on McFadden's car, that one for Toyota and Dennis. 
And so uh, there's a little part of me out there racing every outlaw show and all-star show. So it's neat to be a part of that and, and be able to race with my son a little bit. He's going to college, but, but I'm still not totally away from racing. I get my stick and, uh, and I enjoy that part that I, I can stay a part of it and still kind of stay up to date with what's going on. And, and I, I enjoy, I mean, I, I enjoy being home, but I do miss racing. I mean, sprint cars are the ultimate race cars and they are so fun to drive. That's probably the biggest thing is just missing driving a 900 horsepower sprint car on dirt is just crazy. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Great to catch up with Joey Saldana. One of his buddies, Chad Keminaw, is also part of the class of 2023. Chad is a six-time All-Star Circuit of Champions champions, and Aaron and I caught up with Chad Keminaw. Chad Keminaw, National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. It was announced back in December, Chad. Uh, I can't imagine what that meant to you to get that call from Bob Baker and have that announcement made. Yeah, I don't think it still seems real. I suppose we're about a couple of we- a couple of weeks away from actually setting in for real. But uh, absolutely unbelievable and pretty, you know, beyond honored to be heading that direction. Chad, when you look back at your very successful career, what are what are some of the things that are highlights to you? Are they the championships? Is it the, some of those runs you had at Knoxville? What are some things that stand out when you look back at this Hall of Fame career? Uh, the all-star things are, you know, of course, those are neat, you know, from championships and stuff. But uh, the Knoxville National runs, it, it's the uh, the second place thing, you know, you, that is neat. But the amount of Todd Timms that I've had there, that uh, that's pretty high on my list. The Manzanita win, you know, the last mm-hmm. one to ever win an outlaw race at Manzanita, that was mm-hmm. pretty special. And um just, uh, I don't know. I mean, just very, very lucky, I suppose, you know, to do what I did as long as I was able to do it and um, enjoy every level of it, from working on them to racing them to running up and down the road. Probably, you know, that feeling as well. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, what are you doing? But you wouldn't trade it for nothing. Chad, I think the thing that really stands out and 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 getting to know you just a little bit um is the word family. Okay. A lot of your success, your brother was your crew chief. Your your wife has been such an active part. Your father in law has been such an active part. Your family. What has it meant to you? You talk about running up and down the road. What's it meant to you to 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 have done it for all that time as a family operation? Um, well, I mean, jokingly I can say this. I mean I drove from my wife or wife and father-in-law for what six years, and I'm not divorced, so that's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's probably an so, accomplishment you know, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, it, it's really, really neat. I mean, I, of course, you know, the to look back on it, 
and to be close to family as long as I was able to do it and be you know fairly successful at doing it was um I still sometimes don't seem real but uh, I mean we did it and had tons of fun and like I say you know I wouldn't trade that stuff for for nothing you know, to add to that, Chad, you know, beyond just your family, the racing community, when you look back through your career, you know, I got to spend a little time with you on the road years ago, and you you always had a lot of fun. Like, talk about not just the immediate family, but the community in general and those relationships that you form over the years, traveling with the same people, working with the same people, and how important and how big of a role they play in your life. Yeah, it's, you really, you know, no one really understands it. Like, you know, you, you say do you miss being out on the road? And a lot of times I'll say no, but I miss the people Mm -hmm. because you meet so many different people and from the racers, whether it's, you know, we're all competitors and you still see it today at every level of racing. But when something happens, it's like some big, huge family. And then everybody, you know, next thing you know, you got 13 guys, trying to replace a front end in a race car that I probably drove it in the fence, but everyone forgets that and everyone just chips in. And next thing you know, everyone's helping. So until you actually are out there running up and down the road, night in, night out, you know, and we were able to do it for a long time and the friendships is probably, that's probably one of the neatest things I'd say is, just you I don't know you're kind of like I say you're running up down the road like a who knows I don't know like a circus but at the (laughs) end of it you end up being stuck in a motel for three or four days in a parking lot because it rained and (laughs) everybody forgets your partner or your you know competitors and next thing you know you're cooking steaks and hot dogs on some makeshift grill you know, I, I was looking at your bio, and, and Jack Hewitt's one of your heroes, and I saw Kenny Jacobs as one of your heroes. To get a chance as a back years ago, when you first got the chance to race with some of your heroes, what what was that like as a as a younger race car driver? Uh, it, pretty unbelievable, you know. And then you you get tired of you know. So I'll use Kenny for an example because I got to race with him the most, you know, to look up to him, and then you race with him for the first couple of years and you think, my God, what does it take to beat this guy? <laughs> you know, like, he just, is he ever going to slow down or am I ever going to get good enough to compete with him night in, night out? But once you learn how to race with them guys, I, to the day that Steve Kinzer didn't race no more, it was cool every time he's on the racetrack with you. <laughs> You've mentioned a couple times Joey, okay? Um, and you talked about Joey watching Reese and we talked about you watching Creed race, um, you're going into the Hall of Fame with Joey. And when you look at whether it's Joey or the class you're being inducted into, um, just just kind of what 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 additional what additionally does that mean as well, Chad? Oh, it's, it's really neat because being knowing Joey for so many years, of course, like just uh, even before I started racing, you know, is dad racing, so it's almost like. Since I was a little kid, you just knew the Sel Dana name. So mm-hmm. to go into it with him is really, really cool, just knowing what he's done. And now 
like I say, jokingly, you know, here we are. We got two kids doing this, and, you know, the only thing we said on the other night when they both crashed, thank God their moms weren't here because we've probably both been in the doghouse. <laughs> we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go into this thing, you know, into the Hall of Fame, and um, it's just a real honor to be not only go into it, but, like, say, a guy like Joey that I've known for so long and respected that makes it probably a little better. The Outlaws are headed back to the Pacific Northwest. Join us for three action-packed nights of racing August 31st, September 1st and 2nd at Skagit Speedway when the world of Outlaw NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars return for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals. Kickoff for the Sage Fruit Skagit Nationals begins Wednesday, August 30th with a pre-race party, live band, Sage Fruit Apple giveaways, and more. Then catch Donnie Shots and the rest of the world of Outlaws as they take on Washington's best sprint car drivers Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights. Details at SkagitSpeedway.com. Welcome back. It is Wing Nation. Uh, Ashley Strummy and Steve Post here. And Ashley, one of the things that was not in those interviews, they're actually in the longer form interviews, so you can go and uh, research those. Go back on wingnation.com and watch those interviews. But both Joey Saldana and Chad Kemenaw have sons that are racing, Creed Kemenaw and Reese Saldana. And this is such a neat part of the sport when we see fathers passing along a passion for racing to their sons. Yes, you know, we've talked to many fathers along the way about, you know, having family on the road, racing, whatever it may be. And it, it's just cool that you're passing that through the generation and sharing something together and a passion together. It is. And it's also neat that these two guys who have become very close friends, we're always kind of close, but have really become close friends. And, and a lot of that bond is actually through being two fathers now at the racetrack are going into the class together. I just think that that is really, really neat. This class is a really, really good class. I think it's the 33rd class of the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. The way they do this is we've got various categories. So when we look at drivers, Ken Hamilton, Corey Cruzman, Bobby Marshall, one of the original World of Outlaws. He was at Devil's Bowl that day in 1978. Joey Saldana and Chad Kemenaw. When we look at owners and mechanics, Johnny Caples, Paul Hazen, and Tommy Sanders. We actually met Tommy Sanders on a plane going to Knoxville last year, Ashley. Do you remember that? We remember we met him, and he said he thought he might I, get inducted. Yeah, he, thought, he said he hoped to get inducted into the Hall of Fame. It was really neat to see Tommy Sanders inducted from up in, up in Pennsylvania, by the way. Yes, it, it's cool when it comes full circle like that. Really, truly is. That's for sure. Promoters, officials, and media, Max Dolder, Alan Kreitzer, who is a legendary promoter up in Pennsylvania, Ralph Shaheen, and Johnny Vance. And when we look at pre-1970, Joey Ray is inducted into the Hall of Fame. The National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is in Knoxville, Iowa, right off from turn number two of the racetrack. If you go to Knoxville, if you're traveling through Knoxville, you have got to stop uh, Stop at the Sprint Car Hall of Fame. It's open every day of the year, I think, except for Christmas, as I think is the case. And and also, Ashley, this year, they have a special tribute this year to Williams Grove Speedway. So really, really cool. They got a bunch of stuff from Lynn Paxton, and their track display is Williams Grove, which uh, that's pretty neat as well. 
the history that that place holds is incredible. Uh, just seeing the Hall of Fame, having the opportunity to tour it numerous times. It's it's a don't want to miss for sure. Really, truly is. If you're a sprint car fan or a motorsports fan or a history fan even, I think it's got you covered, that's for sure. Again, references at the top of the show. Aaron and Evernham, Aaron Evernham and I do a show each and every week. So we've got this wing nation that Ashley and I do, the other wing nation that Aaron and I do. So twice the wing nation and you could check that out at wingnation.com or wherever podcasts are always love when we get a chance to check up with our hall of famers soon to be hall of famers like joey saldana and chad kevinaugh always love when we get a chance to catch up with you so thanks for joining us here on wing nation presented by sage fruit season is here and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing Inc.